I think like this whole episode, we should talk in a more, maybe a more refined voice because it's we're getting into the fancy hotels Cheerio, at Disney. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. Chip, chip, oh, chip, 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 <laughs> chip, chip. Excuse me, could we turn off the backing up truck because this is a fancy <laughs> ass podcast? Well, is that is that on my end? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> it, it is because I heard it before. That sound you hear is us backing up right into the next episode of Podcast You Are All Clear. I'm Molly. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Ashby. (laughs) Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast You Are All Clear. Today we're going to do part two of our Disney Resorts uh, super two-part episode, which we, I don't know if we said this last time, we kind of accidentally did this in two parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And by accident we mean like, oh crap, we went over. (laughs) (laughs) By Hotel 2 it was like four hours in, and you're like, wow, we're going to have to Yeah, okay. (laughs) I mean, it's probably my fault. I spent about 30 minutes on the pirate rooms. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, but, but but also like even like when you think about like the All Star has all these different options and then like right I don't know I just feel like there's so many of the ones that we already talked about like now now we're getting into like the top of the pyramid here you know yeah yeah we're getting into the hotels where in order to go to your room you don't even have to be outside Mm-mm. if that's, that's not right. ele- elegance I don't I don't know what it I don't yeah. know what is get ready for this air conditioned journey. To the deluxe resorts. Um, and then there's also this weird thing. When we were t- discussing this, you know, we know value, we know moderate, we know deluxe resorts. And then we were saying to each other, well, where do, where do like the DVC resorts fall in? And, and some of them are linked to larger resorts um, like the Wilderness Lodge, Copper Creek, or Bay Lake Tower at Contemporary. So those are a little easier. But like, where does the Riviera Resort fall? Right. You know, so we'll be we'll be um, discussing kind of the other subcategory. So let's dig in. Where should we start at? At deluxe? Oh god. Okay. I'm well. I'm going to go with the one that I worked at, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm, Good answer. (laughs) Good answer. Funny enough, though, that I used to work there when it was still like they hadn't quite figured out that separation yet. So it was Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge and then Kidani Village, right? But now it's the Jumbo House and the Kidani Village. <laughs> oh, a little tidbit. That's the, all. That's the only history I have. You are, I, you're good at that sort of stuff because I, that's, I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Who here has stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge? Me. I'm raising my hand. Me too. I, I, I guess I've only been at Kidani, but I count that as the lodge. Yeah, I mean, because you probably like went into the Jumbo House, right? So, here's the deal. No. What? We were we were like kind of salty about the lodge. I don't know. I don't know why. Do you remember that, Cheryl? <laughs> I don't remember the saltiness. Like it was like, do you guys want to go to get some quick service at Jumbo House? And it was like Jumbo House. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. It's kind of yeah. But you but didn't definitely... go. To, you didn't go to like Boma or something like. No. So I've 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 not stayed at Jumbo House, but I have eaten dinner at Boma. Oh, 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 oh. I've oh, gotten gotcha, a drink gotcha. at Victoria Falls. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. The bar in the lobby. Mm-hmm, I've done, mm-hmm. I've been there um, for Christmas 
like decoration exploration. Oh, that that's right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've spent I spent a little bit of time there, but but no, I have never never stayed at Jumbo. House. Oh my god, how has this not come up about our big like giant Christmas tour that we did? Do I you remember? Know. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, that was, that was really fun. That was like a fantastic. So real quick, like we went, we we took it was um, like this huge outing that we did with all this, the cast. This was from... before Ashby and I were officially friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was I was still manager Ashby. You know the right. boring, the cool. Guy. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Cool, the cool, cool guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so all of us managers, like I, I can't remember who put it together. I, I, don't, I don't remember that. But anyways, put together this cool like around the world type of like let's go check out all the Christmas lights from different locations. And so we took the cast that anybody that wanted to go, because you know, like we said, I think we've talked before, Animal Kingdom closed at like five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and so we could like offer like, hey, after five p.m., we're all going to get together. We had buses. Like, we loaded up all the cast, we divided up into different groups, and we basically, like, just went all over property to these different resorts, um, checked out all the Christmas decorations, like, I think there was even, like, hot cocoa involved or some nonsense, like... It was really special. See if I can dig up any photos of that night. That was a great outing, and it was a good way as a cast member to see other hotels, to be able to even talk about them with guests, right? Like, there's so many things on property that... It's easier to make a connection with a guest if you've experienced it or done it yourself. But, like, that's a tall order sometimes for a cast member, right? Right. For their, for yeah. their time, for their money, for the, all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, any of those cast outings that just get people more familiar with the resort, it's only helpful also mm-hmm. just from right. an experience perspective. So, well done, Manager Ashby. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take credit. It wasn't just me. Like, somebody else came up with that and I just went along with it. Yeah. I, don't, I feel like that wasn't my responsibility. I had, like, communication or some nonsense, you know. Well, I felt I felt communicated with, so well done. <laughs> I knew where to be and where and all of those things. So, oh, dear. Let's talk a little bit about what makes Animal Kingdom Lodge special, or maybe even deluxe. Like, what sets it apart from a moderate that makes it a deluxe resort? The obvious one, for half of the rooms, you have what's called a savanna view, where yes. you can see animals from your patio. Which is the best. Also, patios. That is something that makes a deluxe a deluxe. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So for values in moderate resorts, you enter from the outside. It's kind of the main living bedroom area and then the bathroom area in the back. Whereas in a deluxe resort, you enter from a hallway, an indoor hallway, uh, the bathroom is usually first, and then you go into the living area, bedroom area, and then out the other end is a patio. Um, whether that's a balcony or like a deck depends on, I guess, what floor you're on. But yeah, it's a big difference. And it is, you know, one of those, coming from a uh, <laughs> cast member who worked there, that is one of the most like nerve wracking things is when you're checking in a guest and like you like, you secretly like hope that they know exactly what they've gotten into. You know what I mean? Like, like, you, you you see that reservation, and you're like, oh, this isn't a savanna view. I hope that they know that, and I hope that, like, this isn't going to be a surprise. Usually it was done correctly, but there were for a few that were like, wait, what? I don't have a savanna view? And then you have to go through that whole, like, well, it's a different price, and it's a different, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And if we could make the magic, sometimes we would, but usually those rooms were booked, so it was really hard to, you know, make make that magic. I will say that um, when I did stay at Kadani Village, 
Cheryl, you were around a little bit for this, but um, I did not have a Savannah view and I did not mind. And in fact, I preferred it. And let me tell you why. One, I wasn't spending a ton of time in the room. First of all, we were kind of up early in the morning and out late at night. And so if you are paying a premium for Savannah view, um, I would just recommend that it's a, the type of stay where you're going to be spending some quality time in your room. You know, want to really sit out mm-hmm. there and eat or drink or just kind of hang out. Um, otherwise, you are paying a premium for something you may not really be able to enjoy. Um, right. And then the reason I actually enjoyed the room we had is we were actually pretty close to the main entrance of Kadani, like in the front. Mm-hmm. And so we got to enjoy, I think the music plays, if it doesn't play all night, it plays... 22 hours a day oh we got to enjoy some really nice music like again early in the morning or if we are late at night maybe having a bud light lime or something out (laughs) on the porch um at night that was just a really great a great kind of mood um to have whereas the savannah you know again for the sake of the animals is a little bit more quiet or subdued um so yeah for me it worked out so i if we're talking advice Book a Savannah view if, number one, you're wildly into animals and you're going to be spending some time in your room. Otherwise, you know, you don't have to, and that's okay. (laughs) Right. All right, here's the skinny on the map. All right, so now it's all coming back to me. I'm having like a flush, a flush, what? A a rush of... (laughs) Yes, okay, okay, so I'm looking at the map, and I'm actually looking at both right now, Jumbo and Kidani. So Jumbo House... Uh, is actually a really high percentage of rooms that have a savanna view. There's technically like four different savannas because they kind of break them up into different names. And then depending on where it is, there might be some different animals based upon the location. But uh, the uh, Jumbo House, the only place that you really don't have a savanna view is if you have the pool view, which is not bad either, right? So, you know, kind of to your point, if you're looking for a room that's like, eh, I don't care about the animals because like I'm not going to be there all the time. Well, heck, a pool view is, you know, a nice second best option. And right? you'd pay for that at another deluxe hotel. Like yeah. You'd pay a, a premium for a pool view over yeah. a standard view. So, interesting. Now, there are, there are some rooms on the front side of the resort. So, like, when you go to check in, you can kind of see those rooms um, in those buildings uh, as you're pulling up to the Port of Kashir. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, big words. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, Port of Kashir is that... that that, uh, what covered... I'm, I'm like, that entrance way? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I don't know where that word originates from. I only learned it when I was at resorts, so I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, so you have those rooms there that are obviously not savanna. They're kind of like trees and parking lot view, which is kind of, you know, yeah. Yeah. But again, to your point, Molly, if you're not there for the view, that's a great option for you. Yeah. Now, and it's close to oh. the, really close to the lobby, which is amazing. Yes, you're right there, right next to the front. Uh, where the re- restaurants be stuff. A, a complaint about Animal Kingdom Lodge is that people oh, yes. talk a lot about how um, how large it is, and if you have to mm-hmm. walk very far with strollers or anything like that, even just you know anyone, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a kind of a deceivingly large hotel. Say if you have a Savannah room over on the other side, Savannah mm-hmm. Four or whatever, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of long distance walking, let's head over to Kidani Village. So this poor resort, the way it was designed, it's basically like a backwards three. Uh, 
And you have basically like these two wings that just kind of go up and curve around from the middle where the lobby is. And then these things extend on either side pretty far. Um, Now with this one, what I'll say is there are more rooms, in my opinion, there are more rooms here that seem to be a parking lot view on the outer uh, wing of like the bottom part of this number three then on any of the rooms that are on the inside of this number three have savanna views. So you're guaranteed that. Then on the top side of the three, you have like a section that has a little bit of a, pu- a pool view. And then the rest of that section is savanna. So I will say that we got the most complaints from anybody that was in that parking lot view that was like at almost at the very tip. Basically, if you were at the end of the <laughs> the resort uh, buildings on the south side with a parking lot view, those were not favorable at all because you have a long walk uh, and you also have, you know, you're just looking at a parking lot. Something cool about Animal Kingdom Lodge is that there are there are some parking lots, but they also have um, underground parking, which oh, is a yeah, yeah, yeah. very smart use of space. And it's actually pretty convenient if you're someone who needs to go back and forth from their car, you know, pretty often so yes that is true i forgot about that yeah kidani village does have the underground but it only goes to a certain point it's weird it's a weird thing again uh because then there is like some outside parking in front of those rooms down towards the bottom because some of that underground is not parking it's like weird it's weird but um i think the biggest complaint that we would always get at kidani village was it is a lengthy hotel um those hallways are super long um so i think we've talked about this on the previous episode of like if you are traveling with you know small ones strollers things of that nature like this is a you're going to be hoofing it a little bit but it's because of the fact that like they try to get as many of these rooms around the savannas as they can so it's it's you have to like weigh the pros and cons of of you get this great view but there is a little bit of a price behind it so two things I want to cover. Um, can we talk a little bit about the transportation options and then the food options at oh, yeah, yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge as well? So I guess I'll, I'll, all I will say about transportation is it's, um, it's bus only. Mm-hmm. Um, it's located on the other side, <laughs> like the outer edge side of the Animal Kingdom Park. So if you're going to Animal Kingdom, it takes five minutes, but if you're going pretty much anywhere else that's a long bus ride (laughs) right right for sure so that's something to consider um but in my experience the buses were you know on time and and very efficient we never you know i I don't ever remember waiting for a bus but you know that that drive to magic kingdom or disney springs budget budget plenty of time upwards of Mm -hmm. like an hour for sure um to kind of get get through and such and and there's another weird thing. So because, you know, Kidani Village and, and Jumbo House are so far apart as far as their lobbies go, unless you're, like, staying at the very south end of Kidani Village, walking to Jumbo House is not really a good option. Right. Uh, so you have to kind of get with the buses and figure out, you know, because they do stop uh, at each lobby, but you got to figure out the order so that way you don't accidentally, like get on a bus that just takes you away <laughs> and then you got to figure out how to get back to the if you're just trying to go have dinner over at the jumbo house yeah i will say that um when i was there which was years ago now kadani was the second stop mm. um which 
you know, could cause some issues maybe in the morning for you may have to stand. It was a, we, we were okay standing. You know, my favorite spot in the bus is right standing at the front anyway. <laughs> right. Um, it's a throwback to episode two, transportation. That's right. Check yeah. it out. Um, but it also meant we were just on our way to the parks after that, which from like a, a frustration perspective, I kind of preferred that. We're just on the road after that. Um, and then you are second to be dropped off, but sometimes we would want to, or, or like you're saying, walking isn't necessarily super easy, but if you wanted to get a more variety of like food service or quick service or the a larger um, merchandise shop or anything like that, you're gonna do it in Jumbo. And that's usually mm-hmm. kind of the time of the day that we would do that. So we would just stop off in Jumbo and then take, the, they also have an internal bus. Uh, or it's a van. It's like a big van. Yeah. That yeah, takes yeah. you to each yep. house. So speaking of food though, what are the food options at Animal Kingdom? So at the lodge, you've got two. So Jumbo House has, um, let's see, we have Boma. And then, um, which is like your, I mean, I don't know today in today's world because things changed a lot. But that was your like buffet uh, location, but it it felt like a very fancy buffet. If we go back to our fancy voices and going to the buffet, uh, the buffet, oh, <laughs> buffet at 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 at. God, that was fantastic. I don't know what it is because it's so fine now. That's so weird. Yeah, that's really weird. Are you on the <laughs> microphone or no? that's weird yes so boma has the these infamous zebra domes uh which are like a dessert that are kind of like a i don't even know how you would describe them to someone but they're like they're just delicious i I can't (laughs) it's like a it's like a chocolate liqueur i believe or Mm. um, like a hazelnut what you know what we need to look these up because i know it's just they're delicious are you Um, like them i I think they're okay. Like, they're not my go-to. I'd rather have, like, a chocolate chip cookie. Like, I don't care about, you know, fancy desserts. Um, but I, I think, didn't I tell the story about how, like, I went through this, like, this very um, lengthy process of getting some zebra domes for a guest as a magical moment one time? I think no. I talked to him. I think I did. I think. Oh, By I the did. way, it's um, Amarula cream liqueur mousse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They yeah, do yeah, taste yeah. booze. I think that's why I'm surprised that you kind of enjoy them. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. They're they're okay. I mean, I they're not my favorite. But yeah, long story short, I was working at Animal Kingdom Park, and there was a guest who approached me and just was like, "Hey, where do they have those zebra domes? Do they have them somewhere here, somewhere here at the park?" And I was in Camp Mini Mickey at the time, uh, and I was like, "Well, I'm kind of new to this park, so I don't really know." But let me let me let me call. So I called over to somebody. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. The only place you can get it is over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. So I told this woman, you know, and you could see she was like disappointed. But I was like, you know what? This is, I'm going to make some magic. So I said, well, let me let me see what I can find out for you. Give me your name. Are you staying at a Disney Resort? She's like, yeah, I'm staying over at Old Key West. Okay, cool. What's your name? Great. All right. What's your phone number? Okay, awesome. I did, you know, the digging around, called her to let her know that they weren't at the park. So didn't tell her anything else. But what I did was I called over to Boma and I said, hey, I got a real special request here. I got a guest I'm trying to do some magic for. Can you like put aside some um, uh, zebra domes for me and I'll come by and get them a little bit later. After my, jo- after my shift was over, I drove over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Then 
I drove all the way over to Old Key West, go up to the front desk, and I was like, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you? I'm trying to do a magical moment here. I've got these this bag of zebra domes. Can you put them in this guest's room? So she looked up the information. Can you put them in the fridge? Because they had, you know, little fridges in there. Also, can you give them this, like, handwritten note? I had written, like, this ridiculous, like, yeah, like, sorry, couldn't get you your zebra domes, but here's some that I found. Whatever, you know. Have a magical day, whatever. And uh, did the whole, I mean, I did, like, the, the front to back. Like, it was, like, yeah, you know. I'm impressed. Yeah, so did that. Felt great. And then, of course, like, I was, like, I was on top of the world after that. Yeah. And wasn't really inspe- expecting anything else. And um, I ended up getting a voicemail uh, the next day from the guest. And then they ended up doing a, a, one of the letters. Um, wow. And that went to the leader. And then it became like a kind of a big thing. So I was just um, – anyways, that, oh. that's my experience with zebra domes since it came up in, in – uh, So you love zebra domes. I love them for the magical effect that it creates for – the guests who love them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. So we had Boma, uh, really great food. Um, and, and interesting because like when you think of a buffet, I always thought of like, you know, like chicken fingers and mashed potatoes and, you know, like the, the standard stuff. But this is, you know, there's some interesting dishes at this particular uh, buffet. And if you're looking for some tastes of like African type cuisine, like this is the place to do it. And, um, you know... They do have, like, where I would normally frequent, they have the little kids section. Yeah, and it's literally lower. Yeah, and it's, Uh like, chicken tenders, macaroni and cheese, and that's where you'll find me bending down to get that that goodness. But Um, I I think you're right. Like, again, I don't know what it will be moving forward, but from a flavors profile perspective, Boma's a really good place to try out some foods that maybe you don't see in your everyday diet. Maybe you do, but, like... Mm -hmm. I hadn't um, until going there, and it's a safe place to just put a little bit on your plate, or maybe you yeah, don't. Yeah. You don't know what it's called, but like it looks good, or it smells good, or you know. Um, and then if you like them, then you can maybe go to one of the other restaurants and order something, right? Or or go home in your own hometown right. and, and kind right. of seek that stuff out. So I like a buffet um, in Tusker House. I feel the same way. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, very it's, similar. Yeah. yeah, it's great to just kind of experiment. Um, with different flavors and a buffet is a really safe way to do that because you can just take little samples and not feel like you're wasting you know you don't don't have to chance it on a dish you've never had before right right so and then uh, right next to Boma is the uh, you know fancier we'll call this one like the the four dollar sign or whatever you want to call it restaurant uh, Jico which usually I mean I won't say usually but there's a lot of times you'll see people a little more dressed up in that one um I have I have eaten there before with like shorts and a polo and felt like uh, maybe I should have worn some nice pants or something. But you know, don't feel that way. Obviously, you're on vacation and, and Disney knows that. But uh, that one's more of a yeah, that one's more of a fancier. They have this delicious like I don't know if they still have it, but at the time it was always my go-to. It was like a mac and cheese and steak. Sure, absolutely. There was, there was definitely a fancier name for it, but like that was my dish that I went for. It was so good. And then the, I think it's called the Mara. That's the yeah. service, but it's it's um, it, uh, people love it. It's one of those like cult favorites. People really speak highly of the dishes in the Mara, mm-hmm. um, including that's where you'd find your zebra domes for sure. Yeah, like, yep. in the in the like cool chill case there. Mm-hmm. Then there's Sanaa. Yeah, Kidani Village Kidani. only opened with um, the one restaurant, 
the bread, like the non bread oh, that the they bread, do, the, like a bread service yeah. with the different uh, sauces. Oh gosh, that is that's delicious. I could, I just go. I've got, I've gone there before and just gotten that. It's it's so good. And Sanat has a Savannah view, like a first floor Savannah view, yes. which makes it pretty yeah. special as well. Like yeah. that's a way if you don't stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, maybe you could take like a midday lunch break at Sanat and be able to kind of get that Savannah experience without mm-hmm. staying there. Yep. I like Sanaa. We know that you like Sanaa. A very funny <laughs> statement. I like Sanaa. Yeah. Thank you very much. Fantastic. I didn't really uh, know that's, what you guys That's Cheryl, saying. everybody. That's Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl. I just, for the rest of the episode, I just want Cheryl to come in and say whether she yeah. likes or doesn't like something. I approve <laughs> of Sanaa. Yeah. Right, right, right. Who would you recommend to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge? I, I would say, I, I kind of think anybody really could stay here. If you love animals or you want to see animals, that was really what I think most people that came there were wanting. Or to be or to be close to Animal Kingdom. Like, that was just like the, the main, you know, demographic. I think it's retirees who don't want to spend their retirement money going to an actual Savannah, but want something <laughs> fun to tell their grandkids. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. It is probably the most budget-friendly of the deluxe. Yeah, I think that kind of covers... And again, but like there's so many of all... I'd say of any Disney hotel for sure, but especially as we get into these deluxe resorts, there's so many details that we're going to breeze mm-hmm. over. But like if you're interested in one, there are websites and podcasts and books like dedicated to the details of these hotels. So like pursue them if something is interesting to you during this um cheryl while we have you where should we go next okay we should go to the boardwalk i've stayed at the boardwalk with cheryl yeah that was a fun random trip i do remember that what a good time good times good times to be had at boardwalk boardwalk is themed to like a new jersey boardwalk seaside summertime resort i love the theming of this resort we talked about this in our bathrooms episode thing, I think, but <laughs> they have a lobby bathroom. It'll knock your socks off. <laughs> the lobby's beautiful. It has, um, isn't it themed to like carousels and are there some para- carousel paraphernalia, I guess, in there? <laughs> um, there are some iconic creepy chairs in the... Oh my gosh, so creepy. Boardwalk lobby. They're so, they're so great. Like it's... Seek them out. I encourage everyone. It's like a little girl with a sunflower face. Or a boy. I don't know. Or like a demon. I, I You know, something. <laughs> or a demon. It could be a demon. It's one of two things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a girl with a sunflower face or a demon. Chair. It's also a chair. Yes. I've spent some time in the boardwalk lobby because we used to park there to go to... Jelly Rolls. Jelly Rolls. And Jelly the, Rolls. The Atlantic Dance Hall. So Boardwalk um, is different than other Disney resorts because it also has some bars and restaurants and entertainment um, in the facility, which is pretty special. I mean, yeah, it's it's like a boardwalk, essentially, because, you know, you have like all these restaurants and things along the boardwalk of the, you know, near the water. It's pretty cool. And they even have games sometimes and little like Surrey bikes along like literally a wooden boardwalk along um, Crescent Lake. Um, This is also like uh, also Animal Kingdom and Kidani Village. This is both standard deluxe rooms and also Disney Vacation Club villas as well. So like one and two bedroom um, villa rooms. 
It's like the inn and the villas, right? Like the two different sides to it or whatever. And the facade, like if you're on Crescent Lake, the facade looking at Boardwalk looks like it's kind of a bunch of different buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's from like a design design perspective. It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. At night, it's amazing. The um, pool is used to be notorious for its very creepy clown slide. (laughs) Yeah, Um, the Keister Coaster. I'm sorry, what was it called? The Keister Coaster. Hmm. That sounds inappropriate. Is that what? That got worse. It went from creepy to inappropriate. Yeah, because the Keisters are hiney. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm surprised. And it was a creepy clown saying that? Yeah. No thanks. I'd rather not. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) But they did remove the clown. So he's no longer there. You gotta be careful with clowns. Clowns are like a hit or miss for anything. You You gotta be careful with clowns. Yeah. Yeah. You'd just be throwing them around willy-nilly. From a design perspective, like, it may not be worth it to, like, to, yeah, to really <laughs> bank it on a clown. Right. And even if you look at that clown and go, but he's smiling, he's so happy. No, even if they're smiling, they can be creepy. Like, you just... And mm. don't, under any circumstances, allow your clown to refer to your keister. <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh, my God. frowned upon. Is that an official or an unofficial name to the slide? It was, I mean, I learned about it from a Disney trivia on a cruise, so it's official. 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 It's been interesting, though, because they opened up the Ample Hills ice cream shop right before COVID. COVID hit, it closed for that, and then closed permanently. Oh, weird. Oh, the ice, I didn't, I forgot about the ice cream. The ice cream is actually good. Uh, I didn't remember the name of that place, but. But now they just opened a generic ice cream shop there. Oh, okay. They did just open the Abracadab Bar. Oh. It's pretty cool. Magic themed. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's it's definitely, it's smaller. There's not a lot that goes on. Like, it's not like a Trader Sam's or anything like that. But it is pretty. It's something different. On the boardwalk. I will say that when we stayed there, something I enjoy about a Disney resort is like popping down to a food court and getting like a breakfast sandwich and a coffee or something. Now you can go to like the Boardwalk Bakery, yes. but it's a little different. It, it felt like almost exposed. Yeah, it's not the same feel that you have in other hotels where you have like a cafe that you can go to. Yeah, and it's guests like in half pajamas sometimes. Yes. You know? Who do we recommend to stay at the boardwalk? I don't know why, but I've never stayed there myself. But I always get this like feeling of like party atmosphere (laughs) because it's like the boardwalk and there's bars and there's, I mean, jelly rolls and just like, but it feels a little less family friendly, even though Disney is family friendly no matter where you go. But I'm not sure. If you are turning 21 and are drinking around the world, this is the hotel for you. Uh, Agreed. Definitely. Walking distance to Epcot. Right. And beautiful, like if you like being like waterside, like beautiful views of the lake. Uh, You can see the other resorts across the lake. It's accessible to the friendship boats and the Skyliner. Excellent. That's right. We love both of those. And you can walk to Hollywood Studios as well. It's a little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit further, but um, you can. And I will say that walk around the lake, uh, going from like Boardwalk to Yacht and Beach, and then kind of, you know, sideswiping uh, Swan and Dolphin. Like I've done the walk, and I've done the bike ride on the little Surrey bikes and stuff, and it's it's a really nice like activity to do. 
the right distance for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, should we maybe just jump across Crescent Lake? Yeah. Where should we start, beach club or yacht club? Because they are different, even though when I was a little kid, I have distinctive memories of just referring to it as the yacht and beach club. And yes. So- well, it's interesting if you like look at like, if you just look at the property map, it's one big building, <laughs> the Yacht and Beach Club. But themed to kind of like a New Englandy uh, summertime resort. So like the Yacht Club is sailing and um, yachts and navy blue and white. The Beach Club is a little bit more like Cape Cod with some like lighter colors and seashells and, and things like that. But I will say that both of them are extremely elegant looking Mm -hmm. and feeling Mm -hmm. the rooms have been recently refurbished and the views you know if you have like a waterside view i don't know about the other way but the water view is is pretty spectacular and again the walking to the skyliner or epcot you can't beat it like so especially some of those rooms at beach club they're right there can't can't beat the location a beach club has arguably but i don't know who'd argue this the best pool on property? Oh, yes, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. To the point to where, like, they're pretty strict about who can be there. Yeah, they give out wristbands. Yeah, which, again, pool hopping is kind of discouraged at Disney these days anyway, um, but they're they're definitely the most intense at Beach Club about swimming there. I mean, it is, they built it like it's it's like a water park, essentially. Like, it's a little mini water park (laughs) at this resort. Growing up when we were kids, like, our parents would just drive us there saying we were going to a water park. And so, like, we are the family (laughs) that got the wristbands and stated. Baby Cheryl. (laughs) That's funny. Other fun facts about this property. So, in the 90s version of the Mickey Mouse Club, they had a, like, soap opera type scene that was not, like, filmed in the clubhouse. They'd film it and, like, interjected in the middle. You mean Emerald Cove? Emerald Cove! I'm familiar. The Beach Club was the home of that. That's a great fun fact. I now know what this... I was trying to figure out what this resort reminded me of, and it just clicked all of a sudden. Do you remember (laughs) Saved by the Bell? Yes. When when they went to work at the, like, beach resort? Yes. For however many episodes that was... (laughs) This is what I think of. I feel like that was built at the same time. Yeah. Like this must have been an aesthetic. Right, right. That people were were after. Yeah, it's crazy. I also think of uh, uh, Thurston Howell from Gilligan's Island, but that's a weird, very old reference. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I so happy. I'm so happy that Cheryl knows a lot of like TikTok references, mm-hmm, and yeah. you know. I'm here to speak to our older crowd. Yeah, uh, I'm genuinely thankful about this. It's good to have you guys here. I'm sure you're listening to a podcast. I only know Frasier references. It's very <laughs> unhelpful <laughs> right now. Food options. They There are a couple. Yachtsman Steakhouse. Mm, delicious. Is, yeah, it's one another one of those ones where it's kind of like if you know, you know, and people are very loyal to it. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Let's see, there's the Ale and Compass Lounge, Cruise Cup Lounge. And also at Yacht Club, if I'm not mistaken, is Cape, wait, is Cape May at the Beach Club or the Yacht Club? Cape May's at the Beach Club. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that has some pretty good character dining. Mm-hmm. And again, a little under the radar 
character it, dining. It, I was going to say, it, it's one that, uh, when I did reservations, Cape May always popped up as an available if people were looking for characters. And the characters there aren't bad either. You know, it's not They're like great. they put, like, you know, the janky characters. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> oh, my God. Who is the janky character? I, mean, I that's don't an know. <laughs> um, but they are all dressed up in their like beach wear. It's very mm-hmm. cute, actually. I recommend it. I think it's really a neat place to go. Did we talk about the yachts? What is it called? The Yachtsman Steakhouse? Yeah. Well, we did, yeah. But I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yes. Okay, yeah. Interchange. <laughs> Could you please just say whether you yeah. like it or not? Yeah. It's great. Uh, I, I like it. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> I will say, I did at first I was very hesitant to eat there because it is very dark and it seems pretentious, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I like that location. But there was one time where I went for dinner and it made me laugh because they had like a, a lobster bisque or whatever, which like, yes, absolutely. And then they had like a seafood pot pie. And I was like, oh, great, cool. I love both of those things. I'll get it. And the waiter said, and he's like, okay, just so you know that they it's a similar experience. And I was like, yeah okay it was the exact same dish yeah. <laughs> just oh my god one the with lobster pup- was in a puff pastry yeah you're right right and he tried to tell me and i was like no it's great and so <laughs> yeah. it was just soup on soup <laughs> it made me laugh oh my well, god cheers to that cast member just out there trying his best I also love, though, because, like, that phrasing, a very similar experience, is so yeah. perfect without saying, bitch, you buy the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> we just put the soup in the puff pastry, man. Right. Okay, but hold on. We cannot leave Yacht and Beach Club until we talk about the most important thing at the Yacht and Beach Club. Is it the Spe- kitchen sink? No, yeah, the beaches and cream soda shop. Like, yeah. how can we not talk about this? Wow. Tell us more. Listen, the, okay, here's, here's the old soul coming out. This is a classic, like, beachside soda shop where you go in and they have the, the counter that, like, lines the wall and you have the people who work behind it. They're doing the – making the, the milkshakes and the malts and, the, and you got the 50s bebop and music going and uh, you got the little tables in the center and then there's usually a line out front because it's freaking popular. But they have this thing – and Cheryl just mentioned it, and I've never had it, but I've seen it. The kitchen sink, uh, which is like, have you had it, Cheryl? No. Oh, okay. I'm intimidated by that much ice cream. Yeah, it's out of control. It's like ever. It's like they threw basically like you know the saying like everything but the kitchen sink or whatever. They throw everything in there, ice cream and toppings, and 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 it's made where you're like supposed to get it as like, oh, there's a group of four of us, like let's get the kitchen sink. <laughs> so if you're like one person. I don't know that I'd recommend it because what what happens is when they bring this thing out, the whole place goes nuts. Like there's like alarm lights going off and everybody yells and it's like sensory overload because they want everybody to know that you got this, you know, insane dish. What do you guys think about one day soon we'll meet at Beaches and Cream and we will do the kitchen sink. Of course. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. That would be a really fun reunion for us because I don't know if anyone knows this. We don't see each other. (laughs) Wait, what? We only live... I only... I'm convinced you two only exist through my computer speaker. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a great place to go. It's just a cool hangout too. And again, speaking from like the old soul part of me, like has a great classic old feel to it, which is kind of neat, if you like that environment. That does it for Epcot Resort Deluxe Hotels. 
Wait, cool. anybody? Do you want to? Any, anybody want to talk about who you would uh, recommend for this one? Um, I'd say anyone who really is prioritizing their time at Epcot. Mm-hmm. One of these hotels would be great. Um, same thing with like people who really would love the pool experience. Like, go for it. That feels worth it to me. I heard a rumor that during like Pirates of the Caribbean, when Johnny Depp kept coming around the parks, he would always stay there. And so I think it's just a great place for pirates. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's how that's how we should rate the resorts. Is like what celebrity has stayed. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were just... gonna say how appropriate for pirates. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, what celebrity? Okay, I like. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was I was just thinking about like, oh right, there were some celebrities that checked in over at Dak Lodge, like. So it's like you almost could like... Okay. Yeah, the Jonas Brothers stayed at the Dak Lodge during what? the Disney Channel Summer Games. That was on TV, so that I know that one for sure. That's not a rumor. Well, here's here's a fun story that I will share with you, though. So I was at Kanani Village. I was at the front desk. Just randomly, here comes... This guy comes walking in and, you know, kind of a semi-casual, professional, like... Sh- unbuttoned shirt, you know, dress okay. shirt, but he like a jacket on. Hot. You know, well, wait till I tell you who... Oh, it's Michael Eisner. <laughs> and, you know, this is like obviously post, you know, Sticking he's no, he's no longer, uh, you know, CEO of the organization. But anyways, he comes walking in. And of course, I recognize his face because as a kid, we saw him every Sunday night. He on was on everything. The Wonderful World of Disney, right? So anyways, I see him and I'm like, oh, I'm a little, I'm a little starstruck right now. Like, this is kind of cool. Like, obviously, there's everybody has an opinion about him. But to me, he's always been like a face of Disney. Whether you like it or not, that's just how it is for me. Right. So he comes walking in. He just sits in a chair. He's, like, on his phone. And I was like, wow, how cool is that? Like, he's just hanging out. Like, I wonder what he's doing here. Is he having, like, dinner with somebody? And then in comes his dinner guest, Bob Iger. (gasps) Yeah, no joke. Bob Iger walks in. And I was like, okay. Wow. Well, who didn't tell me about this meetup? And then you got your bump slip, and you're like, no. Yeah, and then I was I was sent home. Um, yeah, so Bob came over. They chatted for a little bit. And then there was a third person, but I can't remember who it was. It was somebody that I didn't necessarily recognize, but was also like a Joe bigger, Jonas. Bigger name. You're right. <laughs> bigger name with the company. And uh, sure enough, they went down to Sanaa and had dinner. But um, And it was funny because it wasn't a known thing. Because I, I remember I went back and I told the back office and uh they told the managers and the managers were like wait, wait what you know because like usually you would kind of as a manager you would kind of get a heads up if something like that was happening because like if bob Iger's there you, <laughs> you're yeah. always like you know and uh so there was like a, a quick like oh my gosh we've got to you know let everybody know it was it, it kind of weird in my opinion that we get so weirded out by totally they're not big executives you know yeah. i liked it because it was very casual that they were meeting up and you know, having dinner together, so it's kind of cool. Should we head on over to Magic Kingdom Resorts? Oh, yeah, let's do it. We've already covered the Polynesian Resort in its own episode. Oh, that's right. But that's maybe right. we could just say, who would we recommend to stay at the Polynesian Resort? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say it's for families with, like, young kids who can't, can't hang for a whole day at the park because it's like got so many things for you to do there for kids and do they still have the like the daycare and you know the pool's really cool and the luau so like you could go to the park for a little bit come back relax go back to the park because it's all in the monorail i think i think if you're looking for this is very specific but if you're looking for like a nice well they've changed it a little bit now but if you're looking for like a nostalgic like what you may have seen on television as far as like a Hawaiian 
vacation resort. Like a Brady Bunch Hawaiian right. special. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or Saved by the Bell when they went to Hawaii. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow, That's someone, so true. someone's on a kick. I know. Uh, but yeah, so like this has a just a cool, like I think it's kind of like what you were saying, Molly. It's a very neat, um, very themed like um, atmosphere, which I love. I think it's beautiful. You're right, though, about like a little bit of a vintage feel. Like this was mm-hmm. made in the 70s. And um, even though they've done refurbishments and remodels of the rooms and even the lobby pretty recently, and mm-hmm. I guess they're in the process of another refurbishment. There is something about it that maintains a little bit of like a 1970s aesthetic to it. Something about the, maybe the color of the wood mm-hmm. or something. It, it kind of looks like what, like a funky grandma's house. Well, even like they changed the, the sign, right? Like the, the logo of it, the resort definitely has that like, yeah. you know. It's the original, like, back to the original yeah. logo. Oh, it could because it is the Polynesian Village Resort, right, which was right. its original name. Yeah. yeah. Very vintage, which I, I, I think. A lot of people like, especially, especially like the Disney, the Disney files. Like they want that. They don't want yeah. to lose that uh, attachment to the the good, the, the like the beginning days. Totally, totally. Um, let's head over to everyone's favorite hotel, the Grand Floridian. Okay, let's not say that it's everybody's favorite. Okay. Well, okay. I guess I'll talk about how I feel about it. I, I've all, I've always been in this like weird. So the Grand Floridian, from like an outsider perspective, has always been like that place is way too fancy for me. And Very like, fancy. Yeah. Only the fanciest of fanciest people stay there, and they speak like this, and they're very uppity, and you have to look up their noses because their head is so far back. I mean, that's not true, but that's just like the feeling that you get when you hear the Grand Floridian. For me, uh, even like when I would go to, because I think I I had a friend who stayed there once, but I've never stayed there myself. But I've, I've visited there, of course. Like, you know, get on the monorail, go hop over there and walk around. And just walking around, it is absolutely beautiful. And I will I will say that, like, it took away a little bit of that, like, what I whatever I envisioned in my head was the Grand Floridian. Um, but it is. It's a very, like, fancy, and I think it's known for, you know, a very high level of service. And But anyway, so I, I have, like, a – I think it's beautiful, but – the old me always was like, ugh, fancy Grand Floridian. Oh, I'll never be able to stay there because it's too much money, but whatever. It truly does live up to its name in a grand way. Like, the lobby is, you know, very tall and mm-hmm. bright um, color, or, like, bright white colors everywhere, like marble floors. There's usually a, a live musician playing a, yeah. you know, a Disney hit, but very subtle, right? All the, It's very Disney, but it's very subtle. Um, talking about like '90s sitcom experiences, that was always where. Oh my God! Yeah, Full House went there. Yeah, like there. I Roseanne think, was there at one point, I think. And I just, I think that was the hotel that was marketed the most mm-hmm. to maybe our our generation growing up. So it was just so you knew exactly what it was, even if you had never stayed there. So there, I agree. There's a little bit of. Um, like, oh, you're so fancy. Because, <laughs> right. because it is. like And, and like you said, right. it does have a reputation for service. And I stayed there once and we received incredible service. Like it was right. kind of above and beyond. And it was, it was fantastic. I think my thing with Grand Floridian, though, it always makes me like laugh to myself, is like they can take the monorail, you can take the boat. But I always just like kind of giggle at the Magic Kingdom bus experience 
because I'm, oh. you know, I'm hobbling by <laughs> back to my pirate room, and I'm like, yeah, just like us, we're all waiting for the bus. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, uh, it kind of brings us all down on the same level because it is such a grand experience and then their bus stop is next to all-star sports and it's just like we're all the same don't you forget it <laughs> like we're <laughs> we all wait for the bus at 2 a.m right um, right so that's always kind of fun but like incredible service truly truly beautiful incredible location hard i mean there's a lot of things that's hard to beat it's outrageously expensive though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it also does have a villas section um cheryl i know you've You've stayed in the the Grand Floridian villas before, right? Yeah, they're gorgeous and very white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the it, the lobby has like a fountain that it's all themed to like Mary Poppins a little bit, and that's really fun. And they just updated the Citricose restaurant to be Mary Poppins themed as well. No kidding, I didn't know that. Yeah, let's maybe talk about food. So there's Citricose, which is right on the water. It's very nice. There's 1904-something? What that's called? Not park, uh, fair. Park, park Park Fair. 1900 Park Fair. 19, yeah, yeah, 1900. 1904. <laughs> very specific year. 1875. <laughs> uh, 1900 Park Fair, which is in the past and maybe the future, uh, character dining. So it was, mm-hmm. I believe it's like Alice in Wonderland during the day, and then... Uh, Cinderella in the evening and that's that's kind of special I feel like those are two kind of niche character experiences so there's definitely mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, the Grand Florida- Floridian Cafe is a little bit more casual but very also very delightful uh, the ultimate the ultimate biggest, restaurant the biggest restaurant on yes. property five star quality food you can't Victoria, Victoria and Albert it does have a dress code yeah you're right Victoria and Albert, which is funny because I always called it, I think, how did I pronounce it? I always said like Victorian Alberts, uh, like Victorian, sure. you know? Yeah. And then once I started working at Disney, it was like, oh, it's Victoria and Alberts. Got it. Oops. And it truly uh, is like, you know, if you're looking at even just like the fine dining in Central Florida, like Victoria and Alberts is on that list. Like it is, it is fine, fine, fine dining. Like, to the point where the the menus are printed for you with your name on them, like... What? Yeah. Should it's we go like, there, like, too? Uh, I can't afford it, no. Oh, we need a Patreon, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's so... And it's, like, multi-courses. It's probably, like, what you would expect when you go to, like, you know, some ridiculously super fancy... <laughs> Again, this is another one of those things where I'm like, in my lifetime, when will I ever go... <laughs> To a restaurant that has my name on the menu. Uh, any any of them if you write it on there. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Um, Cheryl, have you ever been there? No. <laughs> no. No. What's the name of the uh, quick service at Grand Floridian? I kind of remember loving it. Uh, well, there's what is it? What's Citricos? Is that the no? That's a fancy different... restaurant. Not fancy. That's another yeah. like a. A fancier, but not as like yeah, another sit-down one. Yeah, what's the? Let's see. There's the Narcusis. What about Narcusis? No, that's on oh, the Narcusis water. is on the water, and that's fancy too. Wow, they got that's so right. many bougie things. Yeah, well, and that's I mean that's where the reputation comes from too. And they used to have the like a bar on the second floor that the orchestra would play right in front of, and I loved that bar. And mm. they've recently swapped it out to be to be uh, Beauty and the Beast <gasps> themed. It's so good. Yeah, oh, it, it wow. looks it looks fantastic. I, I have not seen it in person, but I'd be very. Yeah, I, I think they like, tripled the size of it. It used to just be a teeny little lounge, but now it's a nice big bar. And 
Yeah, I'm sure it's fantastic. I mean, Grand Floridian has a lot going for it. They recently it, yeah. opened up a walkway to walk to Magic Kingdom, which yep. they didn't mm-hmm. have previously. Mm-hmm. So, like, walkable to Magic Kingdom. And right? they have boats. Boats, monorail. There's, like, yachts parked in their dock, you know, yeah. for yeah. <laughs> for those fancy cruises that they do. You can um, watch fireworks from, uh, yeah. you know. I've heard their rooms. pool is fantastic. Um, oh, the pool is cute. It's like Alice they, in Wonderland themed, right? Yeah. Well, I don't, I, 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 and I know that, I don't know if they did some work or not, but there's like this really cool slide that I've been told that they have there now. I don't know if it's new or not. Is it but... the Keister Coaster? No, no, but it is Alice in Wonderland themed. Hmm. That's funny. The, I, I, it must be the Gasparilla Island yeah, Grill. I think it is. Is the quick service, right? It's a good quick service. It's one of those where like, you're like, I'll take the turkey clubs please and they like make it fresh and bring it mm-hmm. to you it's really nice oh and then they have the garden view tea room have we talked about that yet no is that like where you can high like tea? you can like schedule a tea session and then uh-huh. uh isn't it mary poppins and so, isn't there somebody else that also does, or maybe it's just mary poppins does like a well, special thing there they have one for kids with sleeping beauty and then mm. yeah they have like high tea and i do think mary poppins comes by but maybe not right now right 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 it, I mean, again, going back to an hour ago when we were talking about our, like, holidays around the world tour, the Christmas decorations in Grand Floridian are, like... Oh, my God. Out, kind of out of this world. Like, if you're ever in Disney when things are decorated, mm-hmm. it is very worth going out of your way to see the it decorated. Plus, they have this, like, life-size gingerbread house that they yeah, sell can, gingerbread yeah. out of. <laughs> right. It's kind of weird. It's crazy. But it's great. It's um, amazing. It's yeah, it is. It's grand in in so many ways. It is. They definitely have robes in each room. I, that that's like a mark of a fancy hotel to me. Is like I love the like robes and slippers. Right. I love how Mary Poppins is like has a very um, prominent representation here. Like uh, that's great and all, but I'm really I'm more I can probably afford the Burt uh, location. Where is that? <laughs> where's the Burt themed room? Right. Where's the chimney sweeps hanging out? Because that's where I can afford to stay. I mean that they should they should make like this little like bar off to the oh side God. where the chimney sweeps hang out. I'm in. I'm in. Who should stay at the Grand Floridian? Oh boy. If you can afford it, and that like theming appeals to you. Go for it. Definitely, yeah, like, for these sure. are like the once in a lifetime trips. Maybe something you've been saving mm-hmm. up for, things like that. Yeah, very. The if you speak in the manner that which we speak at this moment, and you have lots of money just leaking out of your pockets. Yeah, if that happens to you, you should stay at the Grand Floridian for sure. Oh, also, I just want to point out this is also where the Disney's Wedding Pavilion is located, like right next door. Ah, uh, yes. Beautiful, right? Yeah, and there's a spa. Oh, in the of spa, course. right. That's Re- right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Resort and spa. And f- funny enough, they have a convention center. I don't know what conventions are like paying for that location, but... Fancy ones. Very fancy. Uh, welcome to our convention of just rich people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good... I mean, it's a great one. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just resentful, I think. Like anything bad I'm gonna say about it is because I wish I could stay there and instead That's the thing. I think you if you don't like it, it's because you're jealous of it. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know what? Like that's an important moment for me. Like I mm-hmm. talk some shit on the grand because I'm jealous of it. So. Right, right, right. It just feels good to be honest. Um okay, our last Magic Kingdom hotel that is officially on Bay Lake? No, I get them mixed up. The Seven Seas Lagoon? On the Seven Seas Lagoon is the contemporary 
plus we're going to loop Bay Lake Tower in for mm-hmm. our contemporary yes. chat, which is the DVC um, villas part of the hotel. Not a separate hotel because the if you there's no food like real food. Like you have to have both. You can't have one without the other. Right, yeah. right, right. So the contemporary opened um, with the parks as well or very shortly thereafter. Um, and it is shaped like, it's a very unique shape. It's like shaped like a capital letter A, basically. Like a, <laughs> I, I don't want to call it, like it's like a two-sided um, angled in towards the top. Um, an incredible feature about it is the monorail runs right through the middle of it. And let me tell you, that never gets old. Never. Like it, truly never. It's it, amazing to be on a monorail and go through it. It's amazing to just see that go through it's really mm-hmm. great i've stayed in the um i have stayed there but not in the tower i've stayed in the whatever those other little rooms are called off to the side oh like the garden yeah like the garden area yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful it is can you know it is the contemporary so um i think they struggle sometimes with the same issue as like Tomorrowlands at disney worlds do oh right where, yeah. when you say you're yeah. tomorrowland or you're contemporary like you kind of always have to be, and so they date themselves <laughs> a little bit. I, I remember when they refurbished the rooms uh, probably 10 years ago now, but at the time they were very, very, very sleek with just like the thinnest TVs and very like modular furniture, and they looked awesome. And I, again, also with Tomorrowlands, I think it would probably be wise to stick with that like the idea of the future look maybe instead of trying to be like the latest and greatest because that'll date itself quickly so kind of hoping they stick to that they recently announced uh rooms theme to the incredibles oh i didn't know oh that's right i did hear about that yeah which is kind of that mid-century modern look anyway so maybe they'll stick to that that i think that would probably be pretty wise and if you have a theme park view at this hotel it's beautiful it's absolutely Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. i think that's the nice thing about both sides of like the tower is like you have great views on either side yeah like water views yeah yeah um this was the original resort that was well known for being able to walk to magic kingdom which Mm -hmm. i of the people who i know who have prioritized contemporary all of them had small children and being able to walk to and from magic kingdom was just you know absolutely priceless actually just because Mm -hmm. of the amount of like you know, naps and just taking timeouts and breaks and things like that. So um, if you have the budget for it and that's a priority for you, like, yeah, it's great. Go for it. For sure. Let's see. So what are like the food options at Contemporary? Uh, probably most notably Chef Mickey's, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which someone can maybe explain this to me. Maybe not now, maybe some other time. I feel like every time I talk to someone who's planning their first Disney trip, they're like, well, I got to go to Chef Mickey's. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's great because Mickey is the star and it's very mm-hmm. festive and it's a buffet and you get a lot of characters at once. But like, why is it the most well-known character meal? I... I'd love to know the real answer. Like going back to like talking about, you know, making reservations for guests. It is the hardest. Well, underneath of number one was um, Cinderella's Royal Table. Sure. Inside the castle. You can never get like people will call whatever the like it used to be. I don't know what it is now, but it used to be like you could call, you know, six months or a year out to make a reservation. That morning, like that day, people would call and that place would book immediately for whatever day was available. Chef Mickey's. Very, very close second. Don't know if it's just because it's 
Chef Mickey's, or yeah, if his it's name's just names in the title, right? But like, yeah. Uh, but it is, I, and it, maybe it's just it is just renowned. Like it's just known as the character meal, and that's where you'd have to have those conversations and be like, yeah, cool, Chef Mickey's is cool, but let me also tell you about some of these other really cool character places mm-hmm. that. You can actually get into. You know? And, like, what are you prioritizing? Like, do you have to meet Mickey? Like, here's other places right, where you can meet Mickey. Right, I think exactly. it's so popular because for people out of town who have never been here who really don't know, gosh, it just sounds like a safe bet. If there's, like, ten yeah. different character diners right. and you're like, okay, this Tuta Italia place and it says <laughs> yeah. I might meet a princess, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, no. what about this Cape May Cafe? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, but they're like, oh, Chef Mickey's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Mickey Waffles? Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Right. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, and just the novelty of, of being inside the contemporary in the mm-hmm. main in the main building where you see the monorails. Like, it's another one of those like brochure or like Disney vacation uh, commercials or planning videos. Like, right. we've seen that image, and so you yeah you flock towards it. But I'm gonna I, I might be an odd man out here, but when I see because I've never eaten there before, but whenever I see it like from the monorail or if I'm in the contemporary and I see it, I don't want to go there to eat. It's too no, open. Agreed. It's too loud. There's, I mean, obviously, like, because it's a character thing, there's kids running around everywhere, which is fine. But also, like, because it's so open and echoey, it's just, like, it's a bit, and, and the floors are hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, there's just so many places for this to bounce off of. And there's so much activity because it's a resort. And it's, ugh, it's just too much for me. Sensory overload. It feels like, I don't know how long Chef Mickey's has been around, but I know the Contemporary is one of the older resorts, so I could maybe infer that it's one of the older character meals, like, experiences. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right. Like, if, the, if that is actually the timeline in the case, they learned so many lessons from Chef Mickey's, where right, they then, right. their next Mickey... You know, I even think of like the Garden Grill at Epcot. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like the opposite experience because you're kind of like unaware of other people in this restaurant. Like the character comes right up to your view. You know, it's like the doom right, buggy of right. character dining. Like you don't yeah. see them till you see them. Then they're right there. Um, yeah. Chef yeah. Mickey's is like Mickey's. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Like basically shuffling through the tables. Like, yeah. pardon me, I got to get to this next one over here. Meanwhile, the kids are like trying to approach Mickey, and it's like, no, no, no. You got to wait till he gets to your table. Like. Calm down, Johnny. And don't let, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess the three of us would agree, like, we're not going there, but don't let that change your opinion if that's for sure on your list. Now, if this is, if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. If you're listening to this <laughs> and you're like, no, I, I've always wanted to go to Chef Mickey's. That's where I want to meet Mickey. It's like, definitely. But yeah, if you're listening to this and saying, oh, wait, there, I, I can meet him somewhere else. Right. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. There are options. And don't get discouraged if, and this will happen, there's no availability for Chef Mickey's. Go ahead and look other places to find a nice character uh, meal to enjoy. There, There's the Wave restaurant at um, mm-hmm. Contemporary. People, I've, I've heard very good things about it. Again, it's a little, uh, little bit more of a low-key restaurant, but people love it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it's a nice, like, um, feels a little fancy, but is not. Right, kind of, kind of a, a atmosphere, and the menu's kind of neat. Uh, it's like different American flavors. That's nice. Which is weird because when you when I heard the wave, I thought, oh, it must be seafood, right? Sure. Because it's the wave, you know, in the ocean. No, it's not that. Uh, which I think is maybe they should have named it something different. To be honest, like I don't American know. F- 
flavors. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know why they call it that. There, I also, um, I haven't experienced this myself, but I believe there is a, um, like a little coffee stand that's near the gift, sh- one of the gift shops that is kind of famous for having mm. really good, a really good bakery case. So like the mm. new seasonal cupcakes and maybe some harder to find options you can usually find there. So that's like a, a good little tidbit to have somewhere in your memory. Mm-hmm. From my memory, and you guys can correct me definitely, I don't remember the pool at the Contemporary being literally anything special at all. No, like it kind of looked like yeah. a Hilton at a airport. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a pool, a hotel pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, it, it's decent. The one thing I remember was it felt like the deck of the pool was pretty large area. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of places to kind of sit or hang out. Um, Yeah. Going back to restaurants real quick, though, you can't forget the, again, the most, one of the most popular locations on property, top floor. Oh, of course. California Grill. Oh, I did forget it. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, Again, that one's hard to get a reservation for, but around a specific time because everybody wants to see the fireworks, you know, at at dinner. And that's when that place really um, books out. But uh, I've never eaten there. I don't know about anybody anybody else here. So I've also heard, I've never eaten there. Cheryl, I think we, we had a reservation there once for brunch, which I've heard is like kind of legendary. And mm. then we ended up canceling it because we were, I don't know, doing something else. That happens. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, but so a, a fun fact uh, um, in like pre-COVID times, hopefully this comes back, is if you go there for brunch or maybe an early dinner, you can get essentially like a voucher that will allow you to come back up to the viewing platform to watch Magic Kingdom fireworks. So that's a way to like avoid maybe the hecticness of right, right. the reservation time, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still yeah. be able to enjoy that view of the fireworks. Um, who should stay at the Contemporary? I guess we already kind of said this, but let's sum it up. Should a pirate stay at the Contemporary? Mm, probably not. Yeah, there's probably a lot not. of water around it, though. They do. That's true. That they is true. do the pirates' little, like, lake cruise from there. Oh, you guys yeah, heard about that? that's right. Like Captain that's Hook? That's right. Yeah. So maybe it is good for pirates. Ooh, and one thing we've missed so far in these hotels that is a big deal is the water pageant. Oh, of course. Oh, right. Tell us a little yeah, about yeah, yeah. the water pageant, Sheriff. Every night they have barges that have lights and it tells a fun story and it sings a fun song. It's very reminiscent of the Main Street Electrical Parade. Definitely. It's a good time. It's very old school vintage Disney Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. like, God bless it. I hope it never goes away. It like, just needs to. Yeah, it'll always be there. I don't think they'll ever be able to take it away. It's. Um, I mean, it's, they're going to fall apart eventually. Right. But. It's. It's definitely a relic of like the mm-hmm. first couple of years of Disney, and it's. Um, yeah. If you happen, if you happen to see it, it's most likely because you're staying at one of the Magic Kingdom resorts, and so it is kind of this yeah. special, special little thing to see. I guess another thing too to talk about since we're talking about the water is like all of these resorts have uh, rentals, uh, so you can rent like. The little mini, they don't call them, they're like these little mini boats, mouse something or another, or I don't remember. Anyways, they have the little mini boats, and then they also have like pontoon boats that you can rent, and then of course they have like different like little excursions of boat type things that you can do. So if you're staying at any of those resorts, that's another kind of like tick in the, you know, pro column if you're looking for something like that. 
take a little time out from the parks and enjoy. All right, so the last del- official deluxe resort we're going to talk about is the Wilderness. It's techni- technically considered a Magic Kingdom resort, but it's not on uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon officially. It's on Bay Lake, though, which connects mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, into it does have water transportation to magic kingdom though which is very special and it it's not that far from contemporary actually very at all but when you're at the wilderness lodge boy oh boy do you feel like you're a million miles away and that is yes. such yes. a good thing about it mm-hmm. there are tons of trees it's very lush it's themed to um hmm, how would we actually explain how the wilderness lodge is like a a lot like a lodge in the american west kind of yeah the, what is the there's like a specific um is it kind of adirondacky or it's more um i can't remember exactly what area but anyways because like oh like yosemite there we go oh um, sure yeah because it when you go inside it actually has like the, the geyser type thing that's supposed to be reminiscent of what's the name of that thing oh my god my brain i can't even the geyser what is the hell old the faithful old, old faithful. faithful you know what and that's sometimes what i call cheryl too <laughs> Just coming in here, coming off a mute hot with with a fun fact. There she is, old faithful. I'm shouting, faith, faithful, faithful. Oh, I gotta unmute and thank God. She's old faithful and she's a geyser. Like she got, she's got both things covered. Yeah, she's 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 our geyser. Uh, I don't even get it. Um, What? Gotta cut that part. Uh, Wilderness Lodge is yeah honestly i think it might be one of my favorites just because i love i love Mm -hmm. the background music like in the lodge and on the grounds um the pool is very cool there's like a a a babbling brook that starts in the lobby that then flows outside and then there's an illusion to make it look like it actually fills up then the pool you're swimming in um it's very very beautiful they've also Mm -hmm. built more recently um like cabin villas that are dvc Mm. called Copper Creek and oh, help me out here. Boulder Ridge. Boulder Ridge. But I think that the cabins are only Copper Creek. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, and they though they call them like it's like the Cascade cabins or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, and there's a whole theme and storyline there. Like I wouldn't mind doing a deep dive into Wilderness Lodge at some point. But, you should um, do that. Yeah, that'd be good. It feels very far away from Magic Kingdom. You cannot walk to Magic Kingdom, but you can take a boat, and it's you know it's a pretty mm-hmm. easy bus ride then as well so i love these grand like there's these two resorts this one and animal kingdom lodge jumbo house they both have a very similar feel when you pull up to them they're very like tall and just like they feel like these giant lodges or like once you go inside the the lobby is like this giant goes up like four stories and then rooms you know uh, but it's just beautiful when you go in. What are some uh, food options at the Whispering? No, yes, yeah. the Whispering yeah. Canyon Cafe. Is that the yes. one where uh, if you ask for ketchup, they bring you all yes. the ketchup? And there was mm-hmm. like a year period of time where they were like, hey, we're not going to do this anymore because they were getting complaints about how loud it was. But the amount of guest letters that they got arguing the point was like, okay, well, we're bringing it back. If you ask for ketchup, all of a sudden they start screaming and everybody in the whole restaurant has to bring you ketchup i've started <laughs> as soon as i get there i'll just grab a ketchup off an empty table so i don't have to do <laughs> right 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 it is one of those where the waiter is sometimes a little like short with you or like annoyed mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so like know what you're getting to i guess but and it also has those like unlimited family style skillets they're kind of famous for that it's a fun place 
I love my favorite thing is it's called the the Whispering Canyon sure. Cafe, but it is far from the, the Whisper. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I love it. Um, I also remember their quick service being small but pretty delicious. From what I remember, yeah, I don't. I, I actually like their little. Um, what's that place called? The Roaring Fork. Roaring is that the Fork. name of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's pretty good. Oh. Uh, and then of course, going back to Super Duper Fancy, you have Artist Point. Isn't that where the storybook dining is? Yeah. Oh, is it still called Artist Point though? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, I, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that's that was more of the fancier feel, mm-hmm. you know, restaurant that they had at, at Wilderness Lodge. I don't know how it works now, because uh, when do they do the character thing? Is that uh, a particular time of day? I'm assuming it's dinner time. Because this one was always a... Uh, remember, I, I always remember the different restaurants based on the Disney dining plan, right? right. This was a two... This was a two... Uh, you had to use two of your uh, dining uh, meals for this particular uh, location. Closer to the cabins is Territory Lounge and Geyser Point Bar and Grill. Kind of like the indoor-outdoor casual dining. That's delightful in Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's right. a good place to be. Yeah, you're not Beautiful like, weather. You're not like in the sun. If it rains, you're totally protected, but you get to enjoy like the heat if that's what you're going for. So if I could have like my pick of deluxe resorts, I would very seriously consider Wilderness Lodge, I think. I, I mm. really love it. For being yeah. someone who does not identify as like outdoorsy, I really love this lodge. The cabins at the lodge are hands down the greatest rooms you could stay in on all of property. Hot take, but... That sounds amazing. I, I want to go so bad. I've heard they also have theme, like background music at the cabins too. So that sums up like the official Disney deluxe resorts. There are a couple unique resorts that are kind of deluxe experiences, but they are... They're a little bit different. So let me just run through them as a list, and then we can talk about them really quickly. Okay. So we've got uh, Disney's Riviera Resort, Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, uh, the Treehouse Villas, and Old Key West. Oh, and Fort Wilderness. Maybe that most obvious place to start is like the two that are just so classically disney vacation club and which is why mm. why i think yeah. they're in different categories yeah. they'd get like with. old key west used to be called just the disney vacation club oh right, i didn't right. know that yeah. okay when it opened. that's that and it's themed to like the florida keys it's actually a really great resort with great dining giant mm. rooms because they're villas you know and they're old school villas so they're just like they were not like you know Work too worried about space and stuff. Yeah, it makes me laugh because, like, in my hometown, there's you know subdivisions and their lot lines are massive, and they're like, "Great, we sold them." And then, like, ten years later, they're like, "Oh, we could definitely cut down these lot lines to fit a lot more houses." Right. That's what Old Key West is. It was like, "Oh, this is how things should be," and then the next iteration, they're just like, "Oh man, if we cut these in half, then we're good." Yeah. Right. Right. Well, even like we'll talk about the Riviera Resort shortly, but that's also a DVC resort and. It's beautiful, but like from a like a footprint size perspective, like those are polar opposites mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. So Old Key West is fantastic. Uh, Cheryl, talk me through dining a little bit there. They have the Olivia's restaurant. I love that place. It's so good. It feels a little the whole resort, and they have upgraded it, but it does feel a little dated. Like it does feel like the nineties Old Key West a little bit, and the restaurant definitely feels that way. But if you like. Okay, I enjoy that almost every 
breakfast place has a different version of Eggs Benedict. Like, Whispering Canyon Cafe has it with, like, pulled pork. And then um, at Olivia's, it's crab cakes. So it's just, like, that's fun. And it has, like, a key lime sauce instead of hollandaise. And then they do really good mimosas and Bloody Marys. And then there's the Gurgling Suitcase, which... It's a weird name, right? Yeah, they don't have a very good... Um, service location it's just basically like pool food and that's where you could get it i feel like the same person who named the slide at the boardwalk named the gurgling suitcase what what is that like i'm sure it actually is in reference to something but i don't know what it is it's like a monopoly man with a suitcase that has like bubbles coming out of it it's weird again there has to be a backstory somewhere right right that that your explanation leads me with more questions yeah at Olivia's, I loved the uh, po' boy. Ooh. If you, the sandwich they do there, oh, it's so good. There's also a golf course pretty nearby, if not on oh, Cold right. Key West property. Yeah. So that's, a again, from like a DVC perspective, if the idea is like you're going to go and stay for a little while, that's a great perk. You know, if some yeah. people in your party mm-hmm. might be into that. It's technically located in what would be considered the Disney Springs Resort area. So it's actually very close to Disney Springs and um, Typhoon Lagoon area. So yeah. I've stayed there with a few different bachelorette parties who wanted to come to Disney, and like it's a really great <laughs> space if you do that. That's so funny. I, the, I, the only time I've been there was for like a group party type thing. <laughs> so like, turns <laughs> like out a that's theme. the party hotel. <laughs> You're right, right. Well, because it has full kitchens and like tables and plenty of spaces to like sit and gather like more than any other hotel room like it is it is a great mm-hmm, place for mm-hmm. a group yeah like boardwalk is just if you're turning 21 other than that you go to old key west <laughs> <laughs> okay let's head over to the other kind of what i would consider a very classic dvc resort uh saratoga springs also in the mm. disney springs uh resort area it is the, re- mm-hmm. the dvc resort that is the cheapest amount of points wow that's a fun fact fun fact to stay there. It's the cheapest amount. Yeah, because I think out of all the DVC, it's just not as exciting. And there are so many rooms at that hotel that it's hard to book out. That one feels like, I, I've stayed there once before, and it felt like a, um, like what I would have considered like a, res- like a like if I was going somewhere, I don't know how to describe it. It feels like a resort uh, that like you would go to. somewhere where you'd watch horse races, possibly, or no? <laughs> no, no well, I mean, yes, but <laughs> oh, okay, okay. like. Just like, you know, family vacation in the 90s, going yeah. to a resort, that's what this place felt like when I stayed there. Because that's exactly what it was. Right, Like, yeah. that's what yeah. it was built for, for sure. Yeah. I also did not enjoy how spaced out everything was, especially when you're trying to get somewhere on a bus. Like, oof. But that's just a whole different... Um, it does have boat transportation to Disney Springs, which can be fun. Mm-hmm. But, and, and honestly, I think the Disney Springs resorts are located centrally enough to be to be a good location, actually, mm-hmm. from like a transportation perspective. But yeah, Saratoga Springs is gigantic. It is yeah. themed to like Saratoga horse races. Uh, and I mean that very loosely. Like it is a light, just a little, just a little kiss of a theme. It feels mm-hmm. very kind of unthemed in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, except for like the main lobby and maybe the dining areas. Um, I would would totally recommend it for someone who is looking to really dial down the Disney stuff. Yes. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. It's a last minute booking and you need a place. I will say <laughs> though that the restaurant, the Turf Club, is one of my favorite restaurants on hmm. Walt Disney World property. Oh. It's very what kind of quiet. Hmm. I mean, it has like surf and turf, but like Disney uh. style, where it's like you get a steak or you get a chicken. But um, <laughs> a salmon, a teriyaki glazed salmon, I think is my favorite part. But yeah, it's really good. Hmm, that's actually that's that's actually a good that's a good hack. You could probably always find some dining there. Yeah. If you have a car that you can like go drive <laughs> to it. Also on this list, technically inside of Saratoga Springs, you can also book the what's called the Treehouse Villas, but mm-hmm. it is a very different theme and experience than the rest of Saratoga Springs, but technically it's the same resort. And those villas used to be like employee housing right like college program housing right yeah wild and then when clearly that wasn't enough space because it wasn't they remodeled them and made them into hotels and they they are kind of exactly what they sound they're like octagonal or some sort of like not rectangular shape um treat like house on stilts kind of right in a a extremely Mm -hmm. wooded area yeah they're very cool rooms yeah they're really awesome Again, I've only been to one because of a party. <laughs> Whoa, but... party at the treehouse, Ashby. Yeah, yeah. They're perfect party rooms, but also you can only have one car there because there's only a spot for one car, and it, uh-huh. it you get to it but via the Saratoga Springs bus system, so it'll swing through there. Mm-hmm. That sounds so rough, transportation-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people talk shit on Caribbean Beach, but woof. <laughs> That sounds awful. Who would we recommend this resort to? Saratoga Springs uh, or the treehouses? Mmm, both. First, Saratoga Springs. Your weird aunt who doesn't really like people. <laughs> I, th- sure. Um, I think people who go there every year probably love it. Do you know what I mean? Like a DVC member from 1981. Right. Who bought right. there and is just like, we love it. And that's where they go. Can I tell you, if you are going for the run Disney races, it's a really great resort because usually you park at Epcot and it kind of is a straight shot into the parking lot. And you can totally warm up there because there's so much space to run around. That's true. Okay. It's a run Disney hotel. It really is. Because I was thinking about it too. I was like, there is no closer hotel. You could wake up the latest possible, like just right into the parking lot and then run up to the starting line. If you are running a run Disney race, look no further. Go to the race-themed hotel, Saratoga Springs Resort. Yep. And they had a decent pool, too. Oh, and okay. it's where the DVC Preview Center is. So if you are DVC, then you can take oh, a look yeah. at other hotels. That's kind of That's fun. That's right. Um, who who do we recommend for the Treehouse Villas? Uh, par- party groups. <laughs> Your party groups who arrive via Uber. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I feel like this is a good one if you're just wanting to get away. You don't like people, or you anticipate yeah. a zombie apocalypse because they are perfect for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, anyone, if anyone in your party is like really looking to get like an outdoorsy experience, and for whatever reason you can't get a cabin at Fort Wilderness, or you're too bougie for a cabin at Fort Wilderness, because oh, really you nice. think? Oh yeah. Do you? For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the, like, woods experience, the treehouse is, is higher end. Yeah, it's the gl- glamping version. Well, speaking of which, should we uh, hop, skip over to Fort Wilderness? Yes. Yes. 
excuse me, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Because you can camp at Disney World. Did you even know that? Yeah, bring your RVs, people. It's the best. I have stayed there camping and also in the cabins. I've done both. I just keep laughing because it's like, oh, very much like Ashby. I've only been there for a party. Oh. <laughs> so, so much partying. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you are young in Orlando and you have friends who are cast members, like, that's where they wind up partying. Just FYI. But Those parties usually happen in the off season, 60% <laughs> off, you know. But honestly, like, it does not... Not a cult, because, like, no, I mean, Disney in general is kind of a cult, but, like... A the cult pe- within a cult. Yeah, it, it is, like, a resident, <laughs> like, a retirement residency sometimes, especially during the holidays. Like, camp lots are booked years in advance. Mm-hmm. There's golf cart parties. Like, it is, it's a whole other world. Well, and it's, like, like, every holiday is celebrated there in some fashion or another, and there's always decorations out. Christmas time is probably, like, the most amazing time to drive through there. Um, they're all hard surface. They have all the utilities you need, but there's enough room in between that you don't feel like you're right up against the next, uh, site. And then they also have like the, the settlement, which is like the, um, the hub where they have hoop to do review and, uh, trails end restaurant, um, and the little camp store. It's, it's a cool, I, I can't say enough great things about it. It's really cool. It's also the home of the, like, uh, stables where all, like, the Disney horses live. Oh, yeah. Tricircle D Ranch. You also have uh, boat transportation to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get to the settlement, I will say Fort Wilderness is also gigantic. Uh, for yes. the For, in a good way, for the reason you're saying, Ashby, like, you... There's plenty of space uh, to spread out and feel like you're in the wilderness. Thus, it's giant. So they have like an internal bus system. Uh, But once you make it to the dock, uh, you could take a boat to Magic Kingdom, which Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. So who do we recommend for uh, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground? Campers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You probably shouldn't be like planning to go to the parks full time. Mm, okay. Because this is like, you you don't want to just stay here overnight. Like, you don't want this to be like your, oh, I'm just, I need a bed, you know? Oh, and then the cabins, too. I guess we didn't talk about those. They're all exactly the same. They're all this just rectangle cracker box, uh, little living area in the front, kitchen in the middle, bathroom, and then bedroom in the back with usually like a large bed and then a bunk bed all in the same room so maybe if you have gone you used to go camping at fort wilderness but now maybe you have some young kids and you just feel like maybe they need four walls or something this time around maybe the cabins are for you yeah you know disney is a place for dreamers and if one of your dream is to like simulate being in witness protection it's those cabins (laughs) are so wonderful cheryl (laughs) (laughs) but you're right mostly i say that though because and it's i don't think it's a spoiler but if any of you guys have seen black widow there's a scene where she's like in like a trailer somewhere and you're like Oh, yeah, like, that's like the cabins at Fort Wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is... That's our that's our old faithful, everybody. Solid gold. And again, I say this all the time, some of our best stuff comes out in the last five minutes of an episode. That's right. That's right. So that's I right. hope you've stuck around for that gem uh, from I love it. Old Faithful. Old Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> our last hotel is one of the newest resorts to open. 
And that's uh, the Disney's Riviera Resort. It's just so lovely. Like, there's a, a nice smell that they pump out into the thing. It's funny, too, because, you know, in the world of technology, you can tell that this resort has been open post a lot of the big technology changes because they don't have a big, like, check-in desk at all. Like, you pretty much just walk in and someone on an iPad greets you and you're already checked in and you go, mm. wow. Because, too, even with my Disney experience, you can check in and get a room number and never see a human being, which is really Right. Funny. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. It's themed to the uh, both the Italian and the French Riviera. Ooh. Kind of like themed to Walt's experience on the Italian and French Riviera. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So in a very subtle, like elegant way, I'd say it's a very Disney forward hotel. Like you'll see a beautiful painting, but then you get within, you know, five feet of it and you notice it's a lady in the tramp or Peter mm. Pan, you know, like the Disney is, is there, but it is, mm-hmm. it, um, it is fairly subtle. Yeah. On the lower level, they have like movie posters, but they're all like in Italian or French. It's similar to Destino Tower in the way uh, that it's a tower, you, you know, typically a Disney resort is not more than four or five stories. These go up pretty high. It's kind of like a newer newer design for Disney resorts. Man, it's on the Skyliner. It sits in the former home of like two Caribbean beach islands <laughs> that they <laughs> tore down, uh, which is fine. It probably makes sense. But it, it, it does strike me as a little bit strange. Like, why didn't they just build another lake? I don't know, because I guess there's a body of water there. That's probably the inspiration. Um, but that puts it kind of in a slightly kind of Epcot or Hollywood Studios-esque resort area. So location-wise, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Th- those are all the resorts, you guys. To wrap it up, Cheryl, budgets aside, yeah. if you could stay one week in Disney World starting tomorrow at one Wilderness resort. cabins. Okay. Oh. Good answer. Good answer. Ashby, same question. So since okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to choose somewhere different because that I would have chosen the cabins at Fort Wilderness. Since Cheryl, you know, so rudely just jumped in there and said she's gonna do it. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um, I would do the Polynesian. What are those little things the called? Bungalow. The, bungalows. the bungalows. Yeah, I would do one of those. I think that would be fun. I also would have taken the cabins at Wilderness. Well, Lodge, all right, Molly, where are you going? But instead, I'm going to go against my own rude like instincts and say i want to stay at the grand floridian i yes. knew it the grand floridian the grand floridian i want you guys to refer to me as the grand floridian the grand you are the grand floridian, floridian. <laughs> yeah welcome to our podcast we have the old faithful and <laughs> grand floridian who is the grand dam floridian good lord i can't believe 5 we went hours through. later oh, yeah sorry no, I, lo- I mean, I've had a blast, but I didn't realize we had this many thoughts about her. I also like how we were like, oh, we're just going to go through them real quick. But there's so much. I there's know. so much to talk about. It's it's a it's a task. And honestly, like if anyone out there listening has questions or is looking for like some more details, like so many resources online. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, we're totally more than happy to chat about that as well. So, like, never yeah. be afraid to reach out to us. Um, mm-hmm. Cheryl runs the Instagram, uh-huh. so she's always really happy to, to chat. That is a fact. Ashby, Cheryl, thank you so much. This has been a blast. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Molly, for your wonderful uh, <laughs> podcast 
communication. <laughs> right, right. Well done. Well done, Molly. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and with that, I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's uh, right. Goodbye. Farewell, everyone. Farewell. Ta-ta.